Hello Hancock and welcome back. I'm Nick Longo and this is the newest episode from Blanchard Valley Center where we are empowering and educating through advocacy. And I am Dustin Sullivan. This week we are starting a new series of Hello Hancock called Keeping It Real. We are going to be interviewing individuals and families to tell us their stories, how their journey started, and where they are now. We want to inform the community about disabilities, but also inspire and make it a topic comfortable to talk about. Our first episode in this series is with my mother, Karen Sullivan, and myself, of course. Mom, welcome to our show. Glad to have you on today, Karen. You ready to get started? I am. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Give us some backstory. How was pregnancy? Was there anything different? Did the doctors have any concerns with your pregnancy? Yes, when uh, I was first pregnant, I was about 10 weeks along, and they thought I was having a miscarriage. And we went in, and we ended up not having a miscarriage. Then about six months in, um, they started noticing like there wasn't enough water around you, and um, that it didn't seem like you were growing enough. And then I had they diagnosed me with toxemia, so they put me on bed rest, and then you were born six weeks early. Yeah. So, uh... Without going into too much detail, what was uh, labor and delivery like? It was long. It was about 25 hours, and um, they had to induce me because Dustin's umbilical cord was coming away from the placenta. I see. So they needed to get him out. I see. Well, was he uh, premature, uh, full-term, overdue? He was six months early. Huh. Or six weeks, I'm sorry. Six oh, months. That'd yeah. be a long time, uh, wouldn't yeah. it? That'd be a really long time. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what kind of baby was he? Was he happy, colic? He really was a very happy baby, always happy during the day, slept good at night. So he was a really good baby. I didn't like hot milk. My cereal warm. <laughs> yes, you liked really, really hot milk. All right, so now let's fast forward a couple of years to uh, his toddler years. Uh, was he beating all of his developmental milestones? He, he was not. He was not crawling and he was not walking. Other than that, he was meeting everything. He talked early. I see. Were there any uh, Were there any signs that really gave you any cause for concern? We had a few signs, like his gait when he walked wasn't what we thought it should be, and he went to a doctor for that, and they thought it was uh, one leg was longer than the other, but that ended up not being it. Then there was something wrong with his neck. They thought he had torticollis, so they treated him for that. So he wasn't diagnosed until he was seven. So how did and so. Besides the besides going to the doctor visits, uh, what other steps did you really take to address it, the, uh, those concerns? Um, we did some massage therapy and tried some treatments on our own, thinking that we might know what it was, but we had no idea because there was nothing in our family um, history that would show that he had this. And I couldn't hop either. And it couldn't hop. And he got up like an A-frame, if that makes sense. When you try to get up, he had to use his hands to help himself get up. I see. So, uh, what, what was school? What did school look like for him? In the beginning, school was really good, and he really enjoyed it, and it was pretty easy, but then things started getting a lot harder for him, and he needed to go to the special needs because of just being able to get around and didn't quite pick up as fast as the other kids. And there's some challenges in school because they didn't treat us like they should. They did not. And, uh, Dustin, how did you adjust to such a big change? Well, I just had to figure out how to get... I told myself I had to do it. 
so like a personal so like a personal motivation yeah I tell myself it's just a wheelchair or something I just told my my tits I'm normal there's nothing wrong with me I pretend the wheelchair's not even there and he did really well because it happened really fast like yeah. he was walking and then the next day he was not walking because one day I woke up and I told my mom I couldn't get up it was like one of the hardest things in my life now, did you have a lot of uh, concerns when you were first entering school? At first, but then I started to adjust. Uh, what What were some of What were some of the biggest concerns for you entering school? How people would treat me, and like did, fit in. And did you uh, have any trouble fitting in? Uh, bullying, for example. At first, they, the people that like the principal, and then were like not letting me do things like. Hang out with the other kids. Really? And stuff. They and and how did you uh, overcome this? How did how did you uh, like how did you deal with it? I had my mom and dad and some good aides that helped me and good teachers that got me through. Well, it's always it's always good to have a good support system. Yeah, we had well we had yeah. to talk to principals and teachers and all those kind of people to mm. get what we wanted because you really yeah. weren't being included. Because when I was in high school, they were going to let me do, like, stats for a baseball team and stuff. And they never let me do it because they didn't think I was capable of doing it. Huh. So they thought I was not smart enough or something. Really? Well, that's just not fair at all. No. I don't think he was challenged enough either. I think they just put him in a group and sent him over here and said, you're really not going to be included in the everyday classes. You're going to be over here, which wasn't... Like the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Amen to that. Okay, so Dustin, where are you now? Where am I now? I can do doing a lot of artwork and learning how to do, like, engraving stuff. Huh. And I'm starting to do more outings, like, go bowling and go to games and, like, go out to eat and, like, and vacation. I uh, understand you also uh, designed, did a couple of uh, t-shirt designs at CanDo? I did. I did a Bigfoot shirt for my uncle for a Boeing company and the Celebrity Basketball Game. Oh, yeah. And so how would, I can assume the uh, designs are very well made. Yeah. They're very popular with people. Yeah, so if you want like a design and you want it cheaper, just give me the shirt and you can get it cheaper. You also have another podcast, right? You yes. call it uh, taking, taking a time taking out. Taking a time out with Dustin Sullivan. Yep. So, since there's a one of the guys that was a driver that's taking over, his name's Kevin Lewis. He's the one that came up with the idea because he wanted to see if I could get like because he knew I could do better. And so it's a. Uh, you told me it was a sports podcast? Yeah. Do you cover uh, a wide range of sports, or do you just focus on uh, the celebrity basketball games, like you were saying? All different kinds of sports. I'm so, going to start be doing, like, the next ones we're going to start, we're going to start doing, like, sports managers. Sports managers? Yeah. How many episodes uh, do you have of this uh, podcast so far? So far, we got four. Four. We're gonna, we want to start out slow, then... We want to venture out and like 
get to bigger name guys. Yeah, and that leads into my next question. Uh, what's uh, I think that I think that kind of covers the questions. Yeah. Uh, what do you do for fun and do you work? So this uh, next question uh, might be a little personal, but what what do you find the most uh, difficult about this diagnosis? There's a lot of things I can't do, like feed myself, not be able to, not being able to be independent. Can't go to the bathroom by myself. Can't do anything. And uh, what what is your diagnosis exactly? Duchenne's muscular dystrophy. Sorry, one, one more time? Duchenne's muscular dystrophy. Okay. It's a rare form of MD. It's, it's kind of like the adult version of ALS, basically. I see. But it's not, it's, it's slower, progressive slower. I see. And uh, how did you and your family take this news when the when you initially got the diagnosis it was devastating it was devastating it was like the hardest day of my life yes i i, I can imagine for for anyone to get that diagnosis for their child it would be and you know what helped me get through it the lord upstairs family and faith yeah is really faith is gets you a long way i see uh and what words of wisdom uh, I'm going to direct this next question to Karen. Uh, what would be some words of wisdom that you would want to provide to other parents and other individuals in your situation? I would just say enjoy them as much as you can and do as much as you can while they can still do things. Uh, well, I think we're starting to run out of questions for today. Uh, did either of you have anything else that you would like to share with the audience? Not that I could think of. Nothing from me. Well, we want to thank you both for opening your story up to the community, and hopefully this will help someone go through who is going through a similar situation. Thank you, Mom, for being a good sport and joining us today. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Well, this concludes today's episode of Hello Hancock. Stay tuned for more stories on Keeping It Real coming soon. Remember to follow Blanchard Valley Center on Facebook and Instagram and Hello Hancock on Instagram to never miss out on the action. And remember, inclusion is key. Bye. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>